All right, mamas. So today we're getting into this conversation about the guilt we feel as stay-at-home moms because our husbands are out there working two jobs, maybe even three jobs. They come home, they're exhausted. We feel so bad because our poor partners are so tired after working a long day. So we let them sit back on the couch, scroll through their phones, or put on a game and enjoy the game as they're scrolling through their phones while we're still doing the million things that need to get done. And I just want to talk to you about that. So let's go. Hey, my beautiful, hardworking mamas. Welcome to Mom, Wife, Wannabe Boss with me, your host, Serena. I'm so glad you're here. I created this podcast because I felt like I was drowning in my roles as a mom, wife, and starting my own business. I believe we all have a higher purpose in this world, but how can we find it when we're struggling to balance all the things? I'll admit, I'm a messy mom of two sweet little girls, married to un paraguayo, and trying to run two podcasts. There have been so many nights that I've cried myself to sleep not understanding whether it's me, my hormones, my relationship, or I don't even know. I felt so weak and ashamed because I felt like the only mom struggling. It seems like every other mom has it together with their hair brushed, their kids looking picture perfect, a helpful, loving relationship, or they're out there working and making their own money. I couldn't vent because I felt like I was just complaining, but I know I'm not alone. I want to be a voice for mothers just like me and share the wisdom and tools that help me survive and thrive. So let's chat about the things and grow with each other as we learn and become stronger from our experiences. Warning, I'm going to give it to you raw. I'm willing to be very vulnerable to help other women like me. So please, no judgment. So plug in those earbuds and let's get into it. So... The reason I'm bringing this conversation to you today is because I just experienced it this weekend. And, well, not this weekend because it's something I experience every day. The guilt that I'm not contributing to the bills, I'm not helping pay for our rent, our car, our life insurance, insurance, anything. And it's a lot. It's not cheap. And we want to get another car. And who does that pressure get put on? My poor husband. Because he's the one working to make the money to buy these things. But that doesn't mean that our jobs as stay-at-home moms are less than. And I don't know when, why, where, who created this narrative that our jobs as stay-at-home moms is less than because we get to be home all day with the kids. Woohoo! <laughs> like, little do you know, our partners, little do they know how freaking hard it is to be sometimes, like, trapped. Wintertime, we're trapped inside. It's freezing. I'm not going for a walk in the cold. Sometimes we'll escape to the library, to grandpa's house, but... Little do they know, it's not what they think. Because when they're home, they do get to put up their feet. They do get to sit back and watch TV. 
And most of the time, we're running around doing a million chores, doing the laundry, cooking, prepping, grocery shopping, cleaning up, folding, putting away laundry, doing finances, doing the books, or scheduling appointments, or just all the things that we do. Studies show being a stay-at-home mom is equivalent to working 98 hours a week. So unless your partner is working 99 hours a week, they're not doing more than us. And the only time I get to sit up and relax is after everybody is sleeping. So that means I'm the last one to go to sleep and I'm the first one to wake up. And maybe once in a blue moon, I get to take a nap. And I shouldn't feel bad and I shouldn't feel like I have to earn my nap. And you shouldn't either. If we need to sleep because we are doing a million things, then we need to sleep. And it's, I don't know why it's so hard for us to accept that, that we need to take care of ourselves and that we can ask for help. The shame or the just being scared to ask our partners for help because they've worked a long day and maybe they can just set the table while we're cooking. Like, we shouldn't be scared to ask for that help. We're teammates. We're in this together. This is our family. If I'm not able to sit back and relax, then I would like my partner there by my side helping me complete the tasks that need to get done. Because if not, what what do we what do we build up when we're sitting there uh, standing there doing the dishes and we look over and see our partner relaxing on the couch while the other one's in their room crying because something happened and then the infant's crying because they want to be picked up and just it can get so overwhelming so quick but we start to build resentment and then we start having these big outbursts at our partner and we don't want that we want to work as a happy cohesive team and that starts with us being able to communicate it because if you are doing the dishes doing the laundry cooking serving everybody putting it on the table then cleaning up everybody's dishes loading the dishwasher by yourself then you have to do bath time then when are you actually having the time to be with your family honestly your family's missing out on you they don't get to enjoy you because you're running here and there and your mind is racing a million thoughts and it's not fair to you and it's not fair to your family because then what are you giving them a cranky version of yourself a resentful version um an uptight version of yourself and we don't want that we don't want to model that for our kids I'm sure you don't want to see your daughter serving her husband and killing herself every day to make sure he's happy when she's miserable. And if you have sons, I hope, I really hope you're raising them to be part of the family ecosystem and to run the house. They can take out the garbage. They can help set the table. They can clean up the dishes. Everybody can put their dish in the sink. Everybody can put their dish in the sink and rinse it and put it in the dishwasher. And if that happens and you don't have to take that extra 20 minutes to do that after dinner where you're cleaning up, then that's an extra 20 minutes that you could read a story to your kids at night where you can bond with them 
where you can cuddle with them, where you can be happy and smile and really feed them that love that you want to give them. So this weekend, (laughs) I wasn't able to vocalize the help I needed and I did get very resentful and I... It gave me a migraine. It made me angry. I just wanted to be away from everybody. And I wasn't speaking nicely to my husband. And it's frustrating too because I, when I did realize, I practiced my mindfulness. I escaped. I ran away. I said I was going to the bank. I did go to the bank, but then I went to Dunkin' Donuts, got myself a chai latte, sausage, egg, and cheese in the morning. And I just hid in the, <laughs> the bank parking lot enjoying my treat to myself. And I had a gift card, so I didn't feel guilty about spending money. <laughs> but I just sat there and enjoyed a moment. And that's all we need sometimes. And then I was able to come back. I felt better. I was able to vocalize to my husband, look, I really just want to get these chores done. Can you please just stay with the girls, entertain the girls, be present with the girls. And that message didn't get through very clear. And so I got a little resentful again. But we don't need to have these angry outbursts. And I don't want to do the chores angrily and stomping my feet around and mopping furiously because I'm frustrated. Like, I want to do it with my music on, you know, dancing or listening to a podcast, happy, knowing my partner's there with his kids, enjoying them. So I want to remind you (laughs) that when you are feeling overwhelmed, and honestly, I felt like I was going insane. I felt like I was going to end up in the loony bin because I just had a million thoughts per minute. And I was feeling extremely resentful. And I don't want that for you. And so I want to remind you the tools that you can use to bring it back, to slow it down. I want to remind you that you can escape you can ask for some time to yourself and you shouldn't ask actually you should let them know I need to take 20 minutes and I just saw this on a bluey episode and I thought it was incredible mom needed 20 minutes and dad was trying to do anything to keep his kids away from mom and then the kids started to feel a little sad that it was like mom didn't want to be with them but vocalize, communicate, let them know, I need some time, I need some quiet. Quiet makes me happy sometimes. So, like I said, I felt like I was going insane. I escaped, I did my mindfulness, I prayed, I read my Bible, I journaled, and I got it out in the healthy ways that I know how to get it out. And these are all tools that we can use to maintain a healthy relationship in our family because it's hard. I promise it's hard and I don't want you to feel guilty. Do not feel guilty. Do not feel shame and listen to me. Listen, absorb what I'm telling you because we do so much. We are vital to our kids, to our spouses. 
we play such a vital role. And I don't want anybody to belittle you, whoever created this narrative that the men provide for the family and the women just do the chores. And it's like, boo, (laughs) like we do so much. And I just wanted to remind you that. And I don't want you to feel shame. And I need to practice what I preach because I feel shame in asking for help. I feel bad that my husband's working two jobs. And, you know, honestly, if this is the life we want to live and this is what we chose, then why am I eating myself up worrying about the decisions we've made together as a couple? So I encourage you mamas to... Take care of yourselves, please. Put yourselves first. Because if you're not, what are we showing our kids? That it's normal to just walk around resentful, angry, grumpy. And we want to be the happiest versions of ourselves for our kids and model that. Because we wouldn't want our kids suffering the way we suffer. So, we're teammates. We're all a team. And... Don't let your kids get away with that stuff either. Make them pick up their toys because they're capable of doing that. And they're not going to be capable if you're always doing it for them. So please, please take care of yourselves and be the best you can be for your family. If you're not going to do it for you, do it for your family, mamas. All right. So... Whatever that looks like for you, you want to escape to Dunkin', you want to escape to Starbucks, you just want to sit in your room and read, you want to go sit by the water and watch the waves, you just want to go shopping without the kids and plug in your podcast and listen to me, hey, (laughs) do something for you, please, please. thanks for tuning in mamas if you can take a second to leave a review you'll be doing a huge favor for me and other mamas and if you could just let us know if there was something in this episode that you could relate to it'll help other mamas find us and not feel so alone or move past a difficult time in their journey And I want to end this with a reminder to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And remember, you got it, girl. This is just part of your story. Love you.